have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio in the Gas South Convention Center, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank, member FDIC. And greetings and salutations, everybody. It's your slightly annoying host, Stephen Julian. Welcome to another hopefully award-winning edition of Gwinnett Business Radio. Here on Business Radio X, we have two fantastic guests with us this morning. Duffy Dixon is here from the Gwinnett County Public Library, and also Jess Viegas is here with Acuity Business Consulting. But one other person who is here with me inside the Gas South Convention Center in wonderful Duluth, Georgia, is my wonderful co-host... Harper LaBelle. Did you honestly earn your wife who's here today by dancing the way you just did when the music started? Uh, that's a big negative, that Ghost head, Rider. The pattern shake. is not full when it comes to my dancing. <laughs> that head shake was so bad. Oh my, now you're doing the, you're, so we've been talking about, we've been what talking about, just do we've right been talking there? about Catholic schools. I went to a Christian school. We were not allowed to dance and boy, does it show. It, and it sure does. All my life. My goodness. So well, I thankfully, I, thankfully I can do other things like interview fantastic guests. We've got two of them today. We do. Do you want to introduce both at the same time? I or just do we did just at wanna... the beginning of the show, like about 30 seconds ago. I don't know where your head was. I was still in shock from watching your head shake. Nice, shake well like done. a salt shake. Why don't we get? Was. Why don't we get down to business? Because that's what everybody is here to listen to. Uh, Duffy Dixon from the Gwinnett County Public Library System is here with us this morning. Duffy, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. So, when we introduce people from different businesses and different organizations, a lot of times the name tells exactly what it is. There probably isn't anyone listening who has who, when they hear library, doesn't have an image come up or have a thought or a memory. Uh, so we kind of know what the library is, but we may not know what the library is because things have been changing, things are moving forward, some things are staying the same. Tell us about the Gwinnett County Public Library and what you do with them. I'm the Director of Marketing and Communications, and uh, I come from a TV background, so this job is very familiar in some respects as far as marketing and telling great stories about all the great things happening. On the other hand, I'm like you, I was in libraries, I guess, through college, but I hadn't been to a library in a long time. Libraries are not what you remember in the best sense. I mean, I know you loved your library when you were young, and we still do all of those things. We still have books, and we still have story times, and we still have you know programs where you learn art, and we bring in animals and all those fun things. But the library has really evolved to what the community wants. So a number of things that we do, and it's so vast. Duffy, um, do you still have the index cards that you got to no, pull no. out of the drawer no, and, nope. and find the book? Nope. And just to know that the MRQ-27 is not in the spot that it's supposed to be, is that still a part of the library? We killed the Dewey Decimal Did you really? System. We did. You killed it? It's, it's gone. With the shotgun? Uh, were you, were I, you I gracious? Did you have to shoot or? it twice? We gently, <laughs> we gently ushered Dewey out the door. Yes. So what we learned, I think what libraries all learned, is that, you know, when you have the Barnes & Noble, it's you go for a book and you may not know exactly the title. It's not like school when they tell you what to read. So if you go into a bookstore, it's very user-friendly. I like romance. I like, uh, I like crime. I like, um, you know, science fiction. So really quickly, 
the Gwinnett County Public Library, which was kind of on the forefront, it did it before most other libraries. Mm -hmm. They figured out, wait a minute, why don't we make it easier to use for the customer if the customer doesn't know the Dewey Decimal System? And you're right. The problem with that is you spend all that time, you write it on your little piece of paper, you go to find it, and it's not there because someone has forgotten to do the 0.5 versus the 0.8. Yeah, it's, it's, it was frustrating. So now you walk into a library, and we it is very much uh, by title or by, um, not even title, it's by uh, genre. And then, this is genius, it's by the author's last name. So if I want Bev Allen's book, I go to A, and there it is. Mm. Uh, what's also cool is that all of her books, if you like that author, you see what else they have written. So the way you even find books is different. Of course, we now have audiobooks. Those are huge. We have large print books, which are great. And I'll just say, I don't mind those when I'm out by the pool, so I don't have to wear readers and sunglasses. Uh, we have um, videos. We have all sorts of, oh, by the way, nobody is buying magazines anymore, right? Don't. Right. Because right. with a library card, your library card is free. Yeah, you get, you get access to every publication newspaper magazine we even have a streaming service where you can watch movies all of this is the best thing about the library it's all free so so dewey was it you you said you stated it as ushered it out i i think you upgraded from dewey we that, did that's clearly what you did but you you started uh to kind of talk about apart from you know more easily locating books and and separating by genre and making it more user friendly there are other programs and, and events and things going on that maybe we never even dreamed of our library doing when we were growing up. Talk right. about that. So we have things called learning labs, which don't let that turn you off. They're basically maker spaces where you learn things. We have 3D printers you can use for free. You pay for the plastic, it's nominal, it's a nominal fee. We have 3D printers, we have sewing machines, we have uh, suites where you can do podcasting, but you should always podcast at Business Radio X. Let me be clear. <laughs> uh, you can you wait. Can, wait, she laughed <laughs> kind of sarcastically after she said that. For I'm those not, for those who want to I practice, too, right. for those who want to practice the craft of of podcasting, for those who want to give it a try. Podcast right? studios. Yeah. We have all the best equipment. We have a mixer. We have video production rooms. That includes all the soundproofing, the green screens. We have still photography. Now, when Do you, you have come, a producer to give you a hard time at the library, just to tell you, you are know, you looking you're not, for side work? You, Ooh. You, you, I love that. that, yeah, that was <laughs> hey, is there still somebody at the front desk to say shh when you make too much noise? Uh, first of all, we don't have front desks anymore. Come on. Oh yeah. Stop why it. why would we why would we have those big bulky things you that intimidate you? You need someone to tell you? you where to go when mm. you don't know where you're going. Well, we're there, but we're going to greet you with a very small moving I don't call it a kiosk. It's basically like a like a small little cart that they have. It has their laptop on there. When you walk into any one of our libraries, you'll see someone who says, hey, welcome, hi, can I help you? They don't say it's, shh. It's, it's no, like you it's don't have to be quiet in the library anymore. Are you ready? Wait for it. You can also bring in food and drink. No way. Get out. Come There's on. There's no way. Hold it, on. That's wait. not my library. Now, wait, these, stop these, it. These people who are no longer behind the giant desks, they really, it's almost like Batman's utility belt, but it's a little moving Exactly. Cart, and they move right? around. So yeah. they go where, so where they're needed. It's a superhero card. Right. And they also they will leave the card and come walk you to what you need to find. It's pretty cool. So, my goodness. All right. So one of the things before we came on the air, you were you were scolding some people in the studio. <laughs> I, I was who, watching that school. Who do not too. have a library or lost their library card. That's that what you did? You lost your library I'm card? I'm not saying who it is. 
Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw that person. <laughs> You're under not the gonna bus. give away. Let's who just the say there were there were several of you, and I'm not happy with you. I'm slightly annoyed that I lost my. I mean, sorry. Uh, so anyway, uh, in order to partake of all these wonderful things, because because what I was gonna say was we were kind of talking through things, and you just kept going, "Oh, we do this thing. Oh, we do this thing. We do sewing. We do." I mean, it's like, is there anything the library isn't there to help with or teach? And I mean, it's it's this source of learning, education, resource. It won't do your homework practice. for you. Uh, actually, wait. What you do? You do Stephen's homework for him? Well, I don't we don't do that. But for kids who want a little extra help, you walk into the library. It's first come, first serve. But we usually have enough people. Someone will sit down with you and do homework help. Oh, we do that Lord. with librarians and with volunteers. We also have a cool thing called Tutor.com. We pay for it. It's free to you. You can go online, have a virtual meeting or a phone call with a tutor in any subject, and they will help you. This is the part nobody knows about. Tutor.com will also, if you have a big paper that you have to write, you send it's, it into Tutor.com and they help you with writing uh, suggestions, reworking it. And for those business people who are always wondering about their resume, you send it to Tutor.com and they will revamp your resume for you for free. What if you need it tomorrow morning? Because, you know, usually I would tell mom on Wednesday that I needed the project done on Thursday morning. How's that going to go for The me? tutors are available roughly between 9 a.m. and 8 p.m. And if it's after those hours, you leave it with them. And most times they will have it done for you in the morning. All right, so we're speaking with Duffy Dixon. Stump me she again, is, stump me again. What else I do you think we say, don't do? I was going to say, we're speaking with Duffy Dixon. She's the Director of Marketing and Communications. You can also check out her latest podcast, which I'm sure she's recording both from Business Radio X and from the uh, Gwinnett po- uh, County Public Library Podcasting Studios. It's going to be called Stump Duffy uh, and What <laughs> Doesn't the, the Library Do for Me? Um, so let's talk about something that a lot of people do remember uh, if they went to the library, especially as they were growing up. We are uh, recording this right at the start of summer in 2023. This is going to be ageless because this is something that's been going on almost every summer all around Atlanta, especially in Gwinnett County. The summer reading program and the summer reading event for kids, and I guess it's for all ages, but talk, talk a little bit about that. So you're right. Many people fondly remember when you were kids going to the library and they have summer the summer reading challenge. So what does that mean? It's all on an app now, basically. You sign on to an app. And kids and adults get points. You basically log how many hours you read. And when you read a certain amount of hours, you're eligible for prizes, free books, um, food coupons. And then basically the more you read, the more you can win, and the more times you're entered to win our grand prizes. So this year, the theme of our summer reading challenge is Camp Kindness. So everything we're doing has sort of a camp theme. We're doing some campfire stories. Uh, We had a big kickoff at the uh, Kids Expo where basically we had face painters and someone doing balloon animals. And we had a juggler and we just made it a real fun summer experience. We also, for the first time, I believe in our history, have Camp Kindness t-shirts available for kids for $7. So everyone should be able to get their Camp Kindness t-shirt. We want you to sign up. You know, your teachers are telling you to read anyway during the summer. So why not read and win prizes? And for parents, if you have little kids, if you're reading them the same book over and over every night, that still counts. Count that all as a new hour. And your child is available for a really cool prize. It's Camp Toys. We found this really cool kit of Camp Toys. So we want to encourage everyone to read. And then for kids... Once you read, you go to your branch. We have a summer reading guide, which is 
more than three, no, I'm sorry, more than 900 programs we're doing between June and July, all free at a branch near you. We're excited. We want kids to, and families to come spend the summer at the library when it gets hot. We've got free AC. When it, you know, we've got we we'll keep They've you even cool. Got AC, Stephen. Good AC. AC. Good AC. Like I go there because my AC, I have to keep it at a certain level. Only we crank ours. So yeah, we want people, as families, to come enjoy things. We have family game nights. We have uh, scavenger hunts. Next week, we're kicking off the official like when the programming starts. We have a week of magic shows all around all the branches. Ken Scott who is widely uh, known and very popular. He's going to be at a number of branches the first week in June. Uh, we have our Game Jam. This is our second ever Game Jam, and this is for teenagers. You come and learn with coding how to make your own video game, and then you debut it, and then people try it out, and the top games get showcased. That's something that's over my head. Uh, and then at the end of the summer, we have our puppet shows, and those are from our youth services program. They're pretty talented. So we've got a lot of stuff going on. We're really, really excited. So we want people come to the library, bring the kids, enjoy yourselves. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus because, you know, we talked about the library card already. And, and other th another thing that was happening was uh, sometimes people get mocked for going to the library as a child and reading a lot. And, uh, you know, uh, I believe, I believe you were mocked just a moment ago by Harper before we started, I, you know, I listen, I, but, I you're my, but, I but you know what? You're smarter than him now. So now we know you should go to the library. Well, start, right? Smarter anyways, but camp <laughs> kindness has, has changed my ways. So I think there's nothing else left to ask except if people haven't used their library card in a while, not sure where it is, or they've never gotten one. What, you know, how many, or if they're going to lie there. and say that they lost it, even though we know that they didn't. We don't care. We you don't we, care. We're not going to ask. No, <laughs> we're not going to look you up. We're not going to report you. And and sometimes I, I may even have a balance still on there, I think, from from overdue books. And, and you know, okay, so. Yeah, it's not that much money. I know. Do you care about we'll that, though? You. Do you care about that? You do care about well, I mean, tardiness and late You got to pay. Fines. You got to pay a fine. Give me the book back. You bring it back. I feel like Harper just had a bad library experience when he was did. a kid. Did this someone is, hurt you This is library? not the Listen, library had, we have. <laughs> my library card was my first form of identification. I was somebody. Remember from the movie yeah, The Jerk? I am somebody. Yes. And I couldn't go into a college bar you know with with one did of they, those and get in when i thought i was underage <laughs> they put your picture on the so, library he was on the that wall was a little rough you know don't don't <laughs> give more than two books to this young man well one of the things i find interesting is i've actually done this is i'll i'll uh take out a cd or some music that i don't have and then i'll take it home and i'll copy it and then uh oh, bring it back and i get to listen to if a, mr a bookman, band or two if mr bookman the library cop is listening you know, have you ever? I never said we weren't. Listening. Have you ever uh, <laughs> copied a, a couple this of pages be, of no. your of this your may, favorite book? This and may then be the whole it? reason I came on the show. We've been looking for this <laughs> it's guy. A sting for, we've been looking for this guy for years. I bring the CD back. You know, get the music, but but you didn't include that earlier. That's just one of the other things that you do. All right. That, so I mean, you mentioned ninety nine of a hundred. I I got you to the full hundred. You also have great music selection at the library. We absolutely do. As far as a library card, Stephen, yes. <laughs> since yes. over here, over here, he's already thinking of which CDs he wants to go get now. By the way, nobody listens to CDs anymore. Oh, I do. Oh, I'm somebody because I have a library card. Okay, you, you keep that going. <laughs> It works well, you said me. they have streaming service, right? They, they, yeah, they, we have streaming service. Yeah. That's popular. But you know what? DVDs, for, for some kids, they still have the DVD players. So, yeah, we've got those in a number of branches. We decide what the community wants. Right. 
So we have 15 branches, and no two branches are exactly alike. Some have a ton of young families. Some are geared toward uh, older Gwinnitians. Mm -hmm. We find out what the community wants, and we provide what they need. Did you know we have passport services? No. Instead, I've of, got to go to the post office. No, you don't. No, you sport. don't. Don't oh, do that to yourself. Don't. Do, you, I need to do that. Well, no, to myself. you don't. I'll tell you what. It's you come to the library. Torture. You come yeah. to the library. We have comfortable seating. Again, bring your food and drink. Your Starbucks. Sit AC, down. You've got a lot I'm of telling cool you, air. It's the place to be. And so, what do they need to do to get a library card? How you just walk in if you have any. <laughs> but there's nobody at the front desk anymore to find tell the you lady, where to go. Find the person find with the super utility. It's the person who says good morning to you. They're right there. What if it's in the evening? What are they going to say? Good evening. Yeah. They're not going to say good morning. They will adjust then. accordingly. The, the The library gives what the what the community needs. All right. So where can people go to find out more information? Get, you know, give find, some contact. Find the branch nearest you. Yeah. Walk in. You can also go online. We have, uh, it's GwinnettLibrary.org. Pretty easy to remember. We're on social media, all the platforms, at Gwinnett Library. Walk into the branch. If you have anything that shows you're a resident of Gwinnett County, it can be an electric bill. It can be a library driver's card? license. Library it, card. Well, then you wouldn't need another one, would you? No, but if I couldn't find where your closest library is to you, I'd want to be able to do that. Hey, what's what's because I have a library (laughs) near me. If you didn't know where your library was for our listeners, if they didn't know where their library was, they they could find one nearest them, even if they didn't know. GwinnettLibrary.org. And on there, you can also put in if you put in Swanee Library will come up Duluth Library. Put in your city. Put in the word library. If you're in Gwinnett County, it will come up for you. You, you know how you Google restaurants near me or what? Just just library is near me. There you go. Hey, is there anything in the not not in the future, but in the pipeline for you coming up that you're uh, going to be doing. You've mentioned puppet shows and magicians and all these other things that are happening this summer. But is there anything else uh, from a technology? You mentioned electronic books. Uh, for people that want to get a copy of a book electronically, they can do that. Is there any other type of technology that exists now that you're preparing for to say, hey, this is where we're going to go in the future. Just give us a little bit of time and we're going to be there. You know, we are always looking uh, at what technology will help us. We're not necessarily all for technology just because it's new. But, um, you know, we are already partnering, especially like Peachtree Corners, the Curiosity Lab, which is all about drones and robots and everything else. We're partnering with them, and we're, we've already brought that technology in to show uh, kids and adults where things are going. So we're always looking for partnerships and what is new. I think it's what's stunning to me since I started my job is – we are so far ahead of so many other libraries, and I'm so proud of that. And yet, at the same time, we still provide the things that everyone needs. You know, people who come to this country and have nothing, go to the library. Yeah. It's your taxes. It's a one place I can find that my tax dollars actually it, it were worth something. I walk in, the library provides so many things for free that other people say you have to pay for. Yeah, it, no matter what your political leaning is, no matter what your no. history, it, when people talk about the the largesse of government or the inefficiency of government, the public library system is one of the best investments the government has ever made. It continues to be this fantastic thing that just gives back to the community. There are other things, but we're not talking about them because we're talking with Duffy Dixon, uh, who is the Director of Marketing and Communications from the Gwinnett County Public Library System. I think you done a great job communicating and marketing what you guys have <laughs> how could anyone not go and renew or get their library card and start utilizing how long does it services? take to get a card if i walked in right now and i found the lady with the kiosk could i have a card that day listen wow that's all it is that's it 
We better end it on that. I, I feel like you're trying to get her on a gotcha question. And no, I want. She just I, keeps spouting off all this stuff. That the as opposed to does. lying that I didn't have a library card, like some people in our studio do. I, I freely admit I, I don't didn't have lie. A, I, don't have, a card. I don't have one. I used to. We used to take the. Well, kids, why were you looking in your wallet I, for one? I you were looking wondered in if there. I, I wonder if I had it, but I had. I have lost Steven, it. I need to go renew it. I will see you. At the library of your choice, and we will get Swanee. you a new Swan. That's library. my branch we're, too. That's right. We're going. All right, let's all right. do it. We will set up, and we'll put it all over social media. You get a you get a lowest level podcast celebrity you can possibly find in me. We'll have yeah to to get, a, and we'll take selfies. Well, yeah, we'll like, find something for you to sign. It'll be we'll, great. It'll be it'll and be I'll awesome. see the I'll see the Batman like utility cart that the person has instead of the big giant front desk. <laughs> I just love it's Batman. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That's that's my hero of choice when I that's, was that's okay. Up, you know what? So. That's what we're doing next. Now yeah. I'm going to make those carts yeah. super super. Duper. Yeah, I love it. Just make them superheroes. 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 No, librarians so operate. Librarians them. are already I superheroes. That. Duffy, thank <laughs> you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. Harper. Yes. Do you have something to tell our wonderful listening audience before? Well, we if you talk love your library, guest? then you're going to go and see it. But if you are interested in a new vehicle, why don't you give Subaru a try? We would love for you to look at the Impreza, the Legacy, the Forester, the Outback, even the BRX. Subaru of Gwinnett, they're located at 2950 Satellite Boulevard. Their sales number is 470-824-3860. Enjoy the big savings and the hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people will help sell you your next car. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com. Join their family today. Come on in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then check out their Facebook page for the latest news, offers, and community events. They are not a part of of a podcast that we have. We could do that on the, at the library, but we haven't scheduled that as we'll get of yet. That. You need the low-level talent. Is that what you were saying that we, we need to I have? I am the lowest-level podcasting lowest, talent available uh, the today. The bottom rung, the so. Gilligan's uh, oh, Gilligan. head was Gilligan on the... Was uh, awesome. Remember the the uh, the totem pole I'm, when it fell off? I am so low level, Harper, that I'm going to cut you off and get to the most important thing, which is our next guest, mm-hmm. Jess Viegas from Acuity Business Consulting. Welcome to the studio. Thanks uh, very much. I'm really uh, pleased to be here. I'm enjoying myself. Absolutely. Well, you're going to enjoy yourself even more because we're going to ask you about your business. Uh, uh, Acuity Business Consulting. A lot of people hear the words business consulting. Oh, you consult with businesses. It's a lot more than that. Talk about what Acuity does. Well, I'd like to do that, but uh, before I do that, I want to just say, after having lost my library card for 25 years, I went, I got one a month ago. Did you really? Nice. And, and now I you, realize you, there's things I'm still not doing, so I'm going to try and take advantage of that, but thank you. Got to what visit what other prompted branches, you right? after 25 years to go get the card? I'm going to start reading books again. There you go. Well, so Acuity uh, Business Consulting is a consulting firm, so this is not the... Uh, this is not the elevator speech. This is kind of like uh, waiting at the elevator pitch. And it's, uh, so Acuity uh, demystifies uh, the challenge of business excellence for leadership teams uh, by bringing actionable clarity to the areas of uh, strategic design, um, execution, and leadership development. Uh, and uh, me, along with my colleagues, are generally going to entr- try and entrench ourselves with businesses in order to help them either uh, increase uh, their uh, profitability uh, or perhaps they need a turnaround situation, um, or um, they're going to prepare their business for a sale or an acquisition. I think anyone listening to our podcast, they're business leaders, they're business owners, they've been around business for a while. The term business consulting has been around a long time, and I think one of the things that happens is people have so many different experiences, so many different opinions, They both good and bad. And, and there are so many different types of consulting or styles of consulting so Acuity and what you guys do, how what you provide, 
instead of focusing on the similarities, let's focusing on uh, focusing on specifically what makes you guys different, what sets you apart. All right. Well, so then uh, part of the mission is in the is uh, in the business name of Acuity, and then the tagline General LUs um, is going to be uh, along the lines of See What Matters. And I've I found, and I've been in front of a lot of business owners and uh, uh, corporations, and typically in, in the you know five to seventy-five million dollar range. And so I've seen a, a wide range of these things. But what happens is um, there are a lot of consultants that can touch every issue you want to touch. You just got to find the right consultant. But what very few of them do, I believe, is uh, help bring some clarity around what really needs to happen. So you can get a lot of very tactical things, a lot of tools, a lot of resources. But sometimes they come in, you leave, and you say, okay, I paid for that. I think I got a good value, but I wonder if I really address the most important thing. So what differentiates Acuity is a, is a really intense understanding of how the business operates and then uh, providing resources and tools and support along the things that specifically help them get to, to you know, the objective that they want to reach. It's one of the more difficult things in the first step to where a business, especially a small business, this is mine, I started this, this is my family, my child, I, I, I have seen it grow, I have people that are around me that I'm responsible for. I'm not doing anything wrong. Is it hard for you to say, well, you're really not, but there's a couple things that you could do better. There has to be some sensitivity to that, I would imagine, but also honesty in that you could be running it much better if we did this, that, or the other. Is, is there a hesitancy to, to really tell the truth and nothing but the truth to somebody who says, no, you can't tell me how to run my business. I, I know everything about it. Well, so you can put me in the camp of an individual who says, gee, consultants, you don't need any consultants because... They usually tell you 80% of what you kind of already know. The whole idea there is hopefully they've said something to you that sparks the, the other 20% that you're not in the middle of. But I kind of work both ends of the spectrum. So I've worked as an executive for several uh, uh, companies in the C-suite. But the other end of the spectrum is I'm working with small business owners, uh, typically through um, entities like Invest Atlanta, which is the economic development arm uh, of the mayor's office. And also I'm doing some work with the uh, uh, Gwinnett Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and those are all really small businesses, I'm saying between 50 to 150,000. And that, that group wants help, and it's pretty easy to say this is what you can do, but you've got to provide context around what they need to accomplish. So there's a lot of truth telling, and I guess residual to that would be that I tend not to engage with situations that, where I can't tell the truth because that's how I want to be treated. I want someone to just help me. And it's not helpful if I'm just going to tell them what they want to hear. Well, any business, I guess any person would, would accept the fact that I, I may need a little coaching. Um, not a whole lot. Some people don't like to get scolded or yelled at, right? I've been yelled at by coaches my whole life. But the ones that I know care about me, I give them the right to do that because I know that in the end they're trying to make me better. I would imagine without the scolding and all that, your, your goal is to help the business achieve even more than what it is right now without you having to do all the work we have other people that can help and assist you in getting that taken care of yes. you're 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 helping them find that direction that that's true and uh, especially with smaller business owners uh, they have to wear a lot of hats and what happens is when you wear a lot of hats the tendency is to sort of migrate to the kinds of things that you are really good at and enjoy and then either outsource or don't do at all the things that you don't enjoy. So, for example, I'll tell every business owner that you can't, you can't treat, uh, for example, financial uh, acumen. You can't treat it as a one-off and something you might do, or maybe you can get a bookkeeper. Penicillin doesn't take care of it either? Pen yeah, it does not. But it's, like, it's like going to the track meet and not knowing what the, what the bar is. I mean, you have to understand 
what you don't know, and you got to know your business backward and forward, and, and uh, financial acumen is a way to get there. Mm -hmm. And that's usually where I'll start. And the other thing I'll say is that the most businesses really kind of know they need to do something different. Otherwise, they wouldn't pay people to come and tell them what they already know. And that's kind of what I've found. And so I'm helping them manage themselves through that process. The uh, the very first answer you gave in this interview, you, you used the word entrench when yeah. you were kind of talking about working with businesses. That, that kind of jumped out at me. Yep. So I, I think sometimes, and again, going back to your industry as a whole of business consulting, I think sometimes people go, you know, the three things, you know, I just, I just need, you know, 10 minutes of your time and I'll change your business. Just have me do two sessions. It sounds like one of the things, again, that Acuity is different from a lot of, a lot of others, you get entrenched. So, so talk me through the process. If someone were to reach out to you and want to have you consult with them or start a relationship, kind of talk through the first step and then talk through how long some of these relationships have lasted. Sure. Uh, thanks for that question. That's, that's a good question. So what I will do is generally is I'll invite someone to uh, to bring me in and just give me a chance to prove that I'm actually a, a good listener. I'm not going to bring them my my toolkit of uh, solutions. Uh, so you do not have a Batman super utility I, belt. I, I don't. Just to, just to continue the theme of the show. <laughs> Sorry. Well, and if I'm going to claim any, uh, any gifts from God, and I don't have very many, but I think one is that uh, I have a pretty good sense of how to bring sort of disparate disparate pieces of information and data and kind of coalesce them to something that actually makes some sense. But you can't get there unless you're listening. So the step number one is just give me an opportunity. I don't, I don't want 10 minutes of your time. I want, I want two hours of your time. And, you know, and I'll give you that time for no charge at all. It's just let me talk to you, please. And then I'll go back. I'll try and assess what I, uh, what I think I've understood. I'll come back with some clarifying questions. That's step number two. And then they'll come back and say, you got that wrong, or you got it right, or I forgot to say this. And then number three is I'll ask, okay, what do you feel you might need to do given what, that we agree now, this is what needs to be done. And then that helps set the, tune, uh, the tone for the third thing, which is I can, I can construct a, an informal proposal. And then I send the proposal to them and I said, fix it, change it, adjust it, uh, because you know I, I'm, I wanna make this work the way, the way it should work for you. Uh, to elaborate though on the entrenchment, so I have a background in working on projects where I have an intense desire to be part of the solution. I don't like going in and out and hoping it went well. So I do that two ways. One, it's they're generally long-term projects, but not always. And also, I've operated as a, a fractional executive. So I've been a fractional a COO and president and CEO. And so I, I go in. I have all the responsibilities that any executive has, but I do it as a consultant. And that typically says, all right, if you're here, we're going to come to you if there's a problem. So that's more than, hey, I got this book or I got this program to go through. There's there's skin in the game. There's, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the trenches with you, and I'm gonna we're gonna walk this out together. Yes. Um, you uh, some of the material that uh, we were able to look at uh, pre-show kind of references something I think that's that's unique to Acuity mm -hmm. uh, is uh, the quote is aspirational culture. Talk a little bit about that term. So what I mean by that is that oftentimes uh, you know most people intuitively understand that culture is critical to sort of execution. There's lots of books about it, a lot of people talk about it very casually. But uh, for me, it's a lot more intentional. And what it is is that I'm, I would like to help you leverage your sort of cultural dynamics with your, with your operational dynamics. However, just because this is your culture doesn't mean that you've got all the right things going. And so part of my practice is to try and introduce things that you want to aspire to if you're not there. And there's gonna be generally like four items. There'll be systems thinking, uh, business acumen, uh, accountability, and continuous improvement. And those are all cultural. 
and they have to be embedded in the organization and that doesn't happen easily. And that can go along with, with uh, family atmosphere and fairness and dealings and trust. Uh, so you want your culture, you want to recognize what the culture is, but you want to have some level of aspirational intention so that you can uh, move to the next level and try and, and try and execute. Hey, Jess, give an example of a company. You don't have to be specific, you know, for mm -hmm. privacy reasons you may want to, but uh, of something that you said, not only did I recognize the problem, but I was able to help, and here are the results of that. Do you have any uh, specifics for us? I do. There's, so there's a company, uh, there's a lawn and, and garden company. Uh, they're in the kind of the distribution space, and I worked for them as a, as a president 10, 12 years ago. And then, I, of course, I would talk to my former boss, who left in good terms, and every two years we'd have lunch, and that was that. So one day he calls and said, listen, um, I want to sell the business. And, um, you know, I'd like you to come back and help us prepare for that because I looked at your website and your website says now that's you're doing that. So uh, we re-engaged and we signed a contract for a year. And the idea was by the end of the year he'd be ready to sell the business. Okay. At the onset of that agreement, uh, it, we had these uh, uh, horrific supply chain problems. And all of a sudden their, their freight cost went from, by, increased by 400%, from a million to four million. And then uh, also the delivery time from products that were coming from overseas went from two months to six months. And then things would l hang out in the ports and then they'd send the company invoices for stuff that you couldn't get delivered, but it was sitting in the ports and they wanted to get paid for it. And so immediately we had to switch the dynamics to a supply chain project and evaluate that. So the whole year became around survival. So we went from, an aspiration of let's sell the business in a year to uh, let's make sure we don't have to reorganize in a way that's very painful. Uh, and at the end of that year, that's where we're at. So the good news is we were able to manage that because we went in there and evaluated this is where the time and the energy needs to be. Uh, and then the bad news, uh, not for me necessarily, but for the owner is that now he was two years behind in his plan. So I fully hope and fully expect that a year from now he'll say, well, I'm glad Jess recognized that. I'd like to bring him back in because he still wants to sell the business. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's, uh, that's a way of sort of changing gears in mid-river uh, mid you know, to try and work. Interesting you say that because my follow-up question was going to be, how is your follow-up? In other words, you signed a one-year deal, and if it takes a little bit longer, but you're still going to be a part of that process. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're, you're all in, right? You've got skin in the game now, and you want to make sure that even after a year or two years or three years that you help to achieve the goal of your initial contract in the first place. So talk about how you guys are there even after the uh, organizational changes and, and, and your whole reason for being there in the first place, how you follow up with that. So the, the work on that began 10 years ago when I first started working with them. So I make the assumption that if I work with someone, there's going to be a season in which I might be able to support them. And then we're going to move out of that season, but another season is going to come. And so I, it, I get 80% of my business on referrals. I do very little sort of cold marketing because someone's going to say, I remember what Jess did. I'm going to bring him back. But I'm also going to prompt them. I'm going to anticipate that I'm going to re they're going to hear from me six months before they think they even should call me because I keep in touch and I understand what's going on with those former businesses. Uh, and I've had those relationships that I can do it that way. Uh, and one other thing is that, my agreements, when I say agreements, they're not extremely formal. If I have 80% trust with my customers, I have an 80% formal agreement where we're going to do less. If, I, if we're done in nine months, I'm saying there's nothing for me to do. If we need another three months, we'll take three months. 
I think some people who might be listening to this, maybe they're kind of starting out, their businesses aren't at that five to 75 million uh, type of range. And they think, and they're hearing the expertise, they're hearing the history, they're hearing just all the different ways that, that you've helped and worked around different businesses and think, Jess is out of my league. I, I, I can't, I can't get acuity business consulting because that's just that, you know, they're just, they're, they're not going to touch a business like mine. It, Talk to that person. Uh, it sounds like you, again, you are giving back through some of the organizations you're part of, yep. and there may be some resources they need to see there. But is is there a is there someone listening that you would want to go, hey, you might think you can't afford me or whatever, but there's there's ways you might be able to help them or at mm -hmm. least point them in a good direction? Yeah, no, I, I can specifically say I can help them. I'm, on, I'm in the last you know five to seven years of my career. Uh, I, I sort of have a, a personal commitment that, you know, a third of my business is going to be working on, at that end of the spectrum. And so as I'm contracted uh, by Invest Atlanta, uh, there'll be individuals who are going to make their way to me. They need primarily help to put together applications and, um, and uh, business plans and things that are appropriate for, that, for their revenue level. So the way it works is they contact Invest Atlanta. They push the button, says, I need help. Somehow they end up in my uh, inbox, and then we're at it. So that's, that's one way. And those businesses I mentioned earlier, they're 50, 150,000, some as high as a million, but not a lot of them. So that's one way. The other way is that I have a, a colleague, uh, uh, I'm going to give him a plug. His name is uh, Dr. Uh, Gilberto Moreno. He's, a, he's a, my colleague and uh, an exceptional sort of thinker and uh, along the lines when we collaborate on the development of small business uh, tools and training that we deliver through the Hispanic Chamber uh, via Zoom and in person. And that can be just curriculums that we design and deliver, and then we'll design another curriculum for the next level up so that the Chamber can move people through the system. And when they're done, whether it's two years from now, they're hopefully much more uh, comfortable in running their businesses. And those are small businesses. You know, I was going to make a, a I was going to make a joke. It wasn't going to be good, so that's why I didn't make it. But you know, <laughs> another we, we, one of those. Yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. I know. There's at least one a show. I'm well, contracted to do. Yeah, uh, you know, Duffy talking about the Gwinnett County Public Library system and just how much the library gives back out of tax dollars. And and I was going to make a joke about you're obviously not a nonprofit. You're a for-profit business. But mm -hmm. yet, mm -hmm. the best for-profit businesses find ways to help and to give back through Invest Atlanta through the Hispanic Chamber through uh, you know and and there's the small you know small business association and score there there are so many great organizations that either are incredibly cost effective mm -hmm. or nonprofit so you can mm -hmm. get free help and 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 so uh, apart from that Invest Atlanta and they hopefully end up in your inbox mm -hmm. uh, I, I would also just just ask just someone with your level of expertise for those people kind of in business, if they don't go through Invest Atlanta, it, it, where can they start to kind of learn that financial acumen? If they don't know their numbers, if they don't know that kind of stuff, is there, do they need to maybe, who knows, maybe there's a, there's a lab through the public library system mm -hmm. that they can go through. But, but what are, you know, what advice would you give them to, to kind of be better at their business six months from now than they are right now? What do they need to be doing? What do they need to be reading? Or so, for at? example, if I, if I get involved with that business, I'm, I'm going to generally engage them at, at a financial level because I think that's the, that's the roots of any business. At that point in time, uh, uh, well, what I'll do is and I'll continue to engage with them informally forever. So I, I probably have 20 people that I just talk to. Whenever they call me, they have a question, I answer it. If you, uh, but to have a more formal way to deal with that, um, Invest Atlanta actually has a lot of partners, and they have a there's a website. It's called uh, ATL in Business, 
And when you uh, access that website, there's all kinds of resources that are free for people who can, who can actually um, uh, get help, uh, a lot of very st uh, structured help, because that I wouldn't necessarily engage in through every one of those steps. So um, uh, that's, that's what they can do. That's one place to go. Yeah, real quick, Jesse, if I had a business and it was just getting a little bit too daunting, I don't have all the answers, I'm not really sure where we should go next, they would want to reach out to you. Is that correct? Yes. How do they get in touch with you? So they can, uh, they can do that a few different ways. Uh, so first of all, they can call me directly at uh, area code 678-644-9311. Uh, they can go to my uh, website. And the website is acuitybusiness.consulting. So I want to stress dot .consulting because you don't sort of see that. that uh, what's the proper way to? Dot .com or dot .org. The, the tagline, yeah, the, the end tag line. line. Yeah. So, so uh, it's dot .acuitybusiness.consulting. Those are two ways, and I, I would invite to, if anyone just wants to have a conversation. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to figure out how to make the most money out of every, every interaction. I'm trying to figure out how to remain. What? Man, that's you're <laughs> supposed to. That's all. You, of course not. Yeah, uh, you're trying to help. Go ahead. I want to be helpful, but I also want to feel uh, peace and uh, bliss for the, until right. I get to my retirement. And the way I do that is I'm, I have a lot of discretion about uh, the type of work I do. Well, the reason you're able to do that now is because as you were working in all the businesses and being a part of the C-suite, you took care of your financial acumen, made sure and focus on the financials so right. that you can continue in business and get to this point right. where you can still be profitable but also give back. By the way, for those who uh, maybe needed it but don't want to raise their hand, I will spell it. Acuity is A-C-U-I-T-Y. So acuitybusiness.consulting. I did want to ask if you got consulted to use consulting on the end as a tagline just to Yeah, did somebody consult different. you did about somebody that? say, so hey, this would be a good thing? I put I put together a focus group. I no, he did his own consult. Oh, he yeah. did he focus? Yeah. No, well, let me, uh, yeah. let me do this. So since I'm, I'm trying not to do too many plugs. So uh, my, my son is the director of strategy for a business in New Orleans. And uh, he's in the marketing area. And I said, uh, I need to rebrand. As a matter of fact, uh, I've interviewed with you uh, uh, with this group 10 years ago under another name, and I operated under that name, but about five years ago, I had to rebrand to have my business uh, background be the, the tip of the spear versus my organizational development background. And so I said to him, I need to be rebrand. Can you help me? And then I just did everything he told me for the first time in my life. So you were open to being consulted yeah, right. with he, things you're not an expert And in. he says, use dot consulting. I said, that's Love fine. It. Now, it may have been a mistake, but I don't know that yet. So I'll have to go after him once I figure <laughs> yeah. that out. Yeah, but you did get your library card. I got my before library you even card. Came, you, you, you were thinking ahead to get your library card before you came I, on this show. I always, I'm always thinking ahead. It might be a month. It might be a couple of days. Yeah. Jess Viegas from Acuity Business Consulting, also a champion of Invest Atlanta. Thank you so much for being here today. Right, thanks very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Harper, I want to remind everybody, we've been talking about business and business consulting People can also talk to Regions Commercial Banking. They're here to help your business's financial future stay on track. Regions Commercial Banking has a team of experienced bankers in Gwinnett who can guide you in all areas of growth. Get the resources you need so every step can move you closer to your business goals. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. Regions Bank. Member. Wow, that was good. F-D-I-C. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, well, you did okay there. Yeah, How about your bad joke? Do you have another bad joke for no, us? I don't have another. Only one per show. Okay. Only one per show. Uh, and acuity is the word of the day? Acuity is the word of the day. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to go get my action phrase is your Batman utility belt. It wasn't a belt. It's a cart that the it, it replaced the giant desk.
But Batman had a utility. And belt. and by the way, I think Jess's superpower that he was talking about is is his listening skills and the expertise that he brings, much like the expertise of the librarians who will help you at the Gwinnett County Public Library. He didn't mention his dancing to the opening music no. as one of his skills. Well, you're, that, you're the only one that's basically... Apparently, that's my super villainy. So, for our producer, Mike, for we want to thank our guests, Duffy and Jess, for being here, and for Harper LaBelle, we will catch you next time on Gwinnett Business Radio.